and welcome to my xbox and me episode 415 he says thinking i'm hoping so i am one of your hosts mc fixer alongside the one and only two fresh crash crash aiden i'm doing fantastic wow fantastic Love fantastic that. that's fantastic that you're doing fantastic yeah matt, yeah, matt not here different... he's on holiday no he's on holiday you want to give me a different one um, different, different type of energy i just a different type of energy yeah, yeah, yeah. you I'm know i give you the that. same like i'm doing good you know <laughs> i want to like shake it up so i went from good to fantastic fair you know? enough fair enough new vibes yeah uh matt, yeah matt on holiday uh he did tell us he was going to be away didn't know how long so we're doing this week yeah. oh, we're doing this week without him um what's new bro honestly we're gonna get into the ftc stuff um i'm gonna let you guys know from the jump this isn't the xbox podcast for the ftc news we are not those guys i'll keep it a buck yeah. i am so over the ftc activision buying merger blah 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 there are some tidbits of course we're going to talk about because there's some interesting stuff that has come out from all of this um yeah. but if you're looking for an in-depth conversation on that stuff we are not the guys go check out unlocks they had a fantastic episode on this go check out tom warren on twitter go check out jez corden on twitter windows central those are the people to go to for that type of information as soon as it becomes lawyery and you know all of these this in-depth it's not me it's not me it's not me yeah. so we're gonna surface level it on topic of the show but um yeah if you were expecting an in-depth conversation on all this we're probably not the people to talk about it but maybe maybe you'll enjoy our, our little beast and trust me i've got a lot to say about sony so maybe you'll enjoy okay. that so here we go here okay. we go um if you didn't know this is my xbox and me our xbox podcast you can get it earlier on patreon.com slash mc make sure you go find us on all podcast services hit the subscribe button make sure you leave us a nice review because why the heck not uh also youtube.com slash my xbox and me um yeah go subscribe go keep checking that out we're almost at 1500 follow, uh, subscribers so go and help us out if you haven't already shout out to our patreon producer erin god we do appreciate you my friend thank you for the support keeping the lights on he's the boy over on patreon.com slash topic of the show ftc versus microsoft uh it's been happening all week long i think it i think it's just ended the date would have been the 30th 30th, 30th, 30th of june i think it ended yes. i think that's right um for those who don't know what this is this is xbox trying to buy uh activision uh of course it was blocked uh by the ftc they are now battling it out in a courtroom um where we will find out if that that gets overturned um do we have a date on when the judge has to make a ruling it's supposed to be like july 5th i think is the date that's coming in um even if the ftc wins this i don't think the court case is over i think this was for like an injunction or something like that gotcha. um, where if they lose this they're like microsoft can just go ahead with the purchase if i'm not mistaken gotcha. yeah. yeah so that's been going on right now a lot a lot has come out from this and again i want to give another shout out to tom warren because he was the guy that i went to every single day to his twitter to get a little rundown um, i'm going to be reading from the verge mainly mainly just the, the headlines um so then we can sort of give our own two cents on the matter this is a 10 page article on the verge of tom yeah. breaking down every single tidbit uh, of what gets said um during this court case again if you haven't checked out this article, please go and do so. Tom did such a fantastic job uh, covering all of this. Um, Chris, is there anything 
from the top you want to like jump on just to start with because i've got a few bits i've got a few bits um, do we want to start with the uh acquisition talks not uh, activision no 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 yeah. yes um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so for those who don't know, uh, a few tidbits of news came out uh, during all this um, from some emails, if I'm not mistaken, of Xbox. A few things got said. Number one, again, we are not the podcast where you're going to get the correct direct quote from the right people, stuff like that. Um, so take what I say. I know it's been said. I just don't know who said it in the email, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. I am not a journalist. I do this for entertainment purposes only. Okay. Um, so there was one quote from somebody at Microsoft saying we could literally just outspend Sony. Yeah. What do you make yeah. of that crash? Uh, I make that that is, I, I feel like Microsoft still got that energy. <laughs> I think if you're going after Activision, I think that energy is still alive. I do know that they said, oh, that was in 2019. Our plans changed, whatever, whatever. I'm like, that's BS. Your plans haven't changed. You're still like... Yeah, they still would outspend Sony. I think the Activision purchase is more so like, hey, you're going to start, Sony's going to start working with us or else like, you guys are just not going to get a deal on Call of Duty. Yeah. Not a deal that you guys will ever accept. And then that's not on us. It's on you guys, right? Yeah, I think um, the, the acquisition, so there was a, there was an email thread going around about rumors, which we spoke about on the podcast. Every yeah. Xbox podcast has spoken about it, but about rumors of Xbox looking to sign Square Enix, uh, to buy Square Enix. Um, Sega. Sega. Um, who else was on there? There was there was a long list of studios. Yeah, Bungie was there as well. Bungie before Sony purchased them. Um, who else? There was somebody else. Um, there was another big one that I'm f- skipping my mind right now. Um, was Capcom part of it? I, I don't didn't see Capcom. Capcom. I don't I think Capcom, Capcom was there. But there was there was a few. There was a few uh, that were on the list of the that yeah. internally were spoken about um, Microsoft purchasing. Square Enix was never going to happen. Like, yeah. just because Xbox wanted it to happen or well, considered it happening, um, Square Enix was never going to do it. Yeah. I think the important thing, like, of all the acquisitions, even the Bungie and stuff like that, is, like, they were plans to try and acquire them. It, it was not a case of, like, hey, we are going to acquire yeah. these studios. Because at, the at the end of the day, like, A, acquiring Japanese studios is, works a bit different. And on top of that, you still have to have the studio want to be acquired, which yeah. is a big factor in that, right? Yeah, which I believe Square Enix would not have went for. I, I think yeah. the moment that Microsoft would have even opened up those talks, they would have sprinted to Sony and been like, yo, <laughs> you <wanna> buy us? <laughs> hey, yeah. they're talking to us, so uh, you might want to, you might want to. The Sega one's more a more interesting one for me, to be honest with you. They've got some yeah. huge IP, obviously, we know that. Um, and Microsoft and Xbox, uh, Microsoft and Sega have been working with each other on a much more noticeable yeah. uh, level over the last three to four years, I would say. Yeah, since the series, sure. since the series uh, consoles came out. Yeah, ever since the Persona stuff, when it was like, oh, Persona games are coming to Game Pass, and uh, Persona Five is finally coming to Xbox, and all that. Whenever that E3 was, or that Xbox showcase was, I would say that's when like that relationship really started being more positive or actually you go all the way back to before like a that i was gonna say before yeah, like that. a dragon for sure yeah actually now that i think about it i think like a dragon for sure is the starting point of that better relationship so yeah obviously that is a i think that's a purchase that may happen i think i don't think so i think i think eventually i'm not saying 
now. I, I, I don't think so. Only because if you have to take it like with a grain of salt, because of course. all these conversations that are happening are for Microsoft to get uh, Activision at the end of the day, right? But they talked about why they went and purchased ZeniMax. It was because PlayStation was going after all those exclusives. Yes. And we've been seeing all those Sega games no longer be exclusives. Right. So I think Xbox would be content with the relationship they have with Sega as long as, let's say, a rumor popped up Persona 6 is going to be exclusive. I think if Persona 6 is exclusive, I think that deal is back on the table of um, Sega potentially being bought. Yeah. An interesting conversation, a little bit off. Do you think if Sega games are bought, the Sega games become exclusive? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. I think... One thing I'll take away from I, all of this, again, there is yeah. so much to break down. Uh, we're not going to get through it all this week and we're not going to be able to, yeah. to touch on everything. But the thing that I took from, from again, whether this still goes through or not, is that Sony love to play the, 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 oh, we're not doing anything wrong card very often from what I've seen. And it, it, it's, and so do Microsoft, by the way. Microsoft, yeah. like, the one thing I'll say about this entire uh, court case is it's hilarious to me to see Xbox pretend they're not second place. Yeah. And, and understand the Switch, understanding units, the Switch is yeah, humongous. Yeah. But for services and things like that, come on. Like, <laughs> Xbox yeah. acting like they're so small time in gaming is hilarious to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I absolutely agree. It was a really. It was a really, really interesting dynamic that they kept trying to push. And I think as far as, like, the case goes, I think the FTC did a horrible job of, like, arguing with that point yeah. that I'd say they got away with it as far as, like, whatever happened Absolutely. Uh, in court, which is... Uh, shouldn't, I don't think it should have happened, but whatever. Yeah, the, the, I'm not nobody's lawyer. I guess the next thing to touch on, because you did touch on it lightly there, was um, uh, PlayStation wanted to make Starfield exclusive. Uh, they yeah. were actively we, at, well. I we heard rumors about before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did hear rumors, yeah. but it was interesting to see PlayStation. I love it. I love how it became the only reason Xbox now own Bethesda is because it was the bully trying to bully too far. In my opinion, yeah. it was like. Yeah. In my opinion, that's how it comes across. Yeah. It was like Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, Death Stranded. No, not Death Stranded. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, ah, uh, Death Loop. Death Loop. Death Loop. You yeah. go. You go. Okay. I don't like it, but all right. And then and then Starfield, Starfield and it's like that's too you've gone far. too far. You've gone too yeah. far. And it's hilarious to see. It's hilarious to see Xbox go. You know what? We're just no. gonna buy them. No, we're buying them. Let's just get this done. Yeah. And it happened so fast. And, and you got to think, I remember when we reported on there and we did that live stream and like, it felt like an overnight, just like, yeah. what the hell is going on? And then now you see the curtain be pulled back a little bit and you go, oh, this wasn't an yeah, overnight yeah. thing. This was a PlayStation trying to, to, I don't understand PlayStation's move. They have the best, their best exclusive games on the market. Um, yeah. Second place is obviously Nintendo with those. <laughs> and then third place is Xbox. So it's interesting to see them go and do the moves they were making I, and expect for there to be no repercussions for it. I think the moves that Sony made were in part to 
consumer's response to what Sony was doing for exclusives beforehand. Not to say they didn't get third-party exclusives, but before that, it was a lot of third-party exclusive content deals. So it's yes. like, here's this piece of DLC, and people have been vehemently like against that. They're like, oh, this is stupid and dumb, and we don't see it come out as often. Mm. Um, I still think it pops up over here and there. Like The Callisto Protocol, I think, has DLC oh, yeah. as timed exclusive to PlayStation or whatever. Um, it's not something you see as often. I think part of the reason is fighting back. And then so it's like, okay, we'll just get the game as an exclusive. Um, especially with their market position, it becomes easier for them because they have to offer less money because they have a bigger player base. I think it's it's not exclusive though, is it? It's the time exclusive is the problem. Yeah. Is if you pay all the money and get it fully exclusive, all right, yeah. all right, I don't like it, but okay. But it's the time. It's it's time gating away a game to a whole audience is where gamers yeah. really go. This is dumb. This is stupid. We don't agree with this. Because I, I, another thing that I guess we're going to fall into, so I'll bring it up here, which was like Stata Nadella's um, uh, quote about not not liking exclusives, which I want to say with my whole heart, I totally disagree with. I think that is, I think I, it's a ridiculous statement to make. Um, I also don't think it's a true statement at all. No, I think from his perspective, it is. I don't think he quite fully understands. Again, you got to think he's the CEO of Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not. He's not an. He's not a gamer. I love him, uh, yeah. but he's not a gamer. He doesn't quite yeah. understand. He doesn't understand the Nintendo versus Sega. To you know, to be fair also, yeah. For him, it's also very beneficial if of nothing course. is exclusive because they have the infrastructure for cloud gaming for all this stuff. Like Microsoft is a tech company yeah. first and foremost before they're like a gaming company or anything. Absolutely. They're just a general tech company. They're a service um, company yeah yeah, yeah like, no, you're not wrong that's, that's what they do best so i think from his perspective he he thinks that's the right thing to say but i'll say from my perspective absolutely not like the reason i own a playstation a nintendo and an xbox is because i get different experiences in all of those systems i don't want there to be a market out there where i can only buy an xbox and i can be playing last of us and everything else yeah. like no that doesn't make sense to me. it's also exclusives drive like exclusives drive competition absolutely like, this is the reason you should buy our box right i Ex don't think exclusives drive competition throughout our entire industry everything yeah you know yeah. like that's just that's just the the way things are and i think where satan adela is coming from is like you said they are a service company right so for them it's like well we should just be able to partner with sony and get their games yeah. on our services like a film yeah. it's like no that's not how this that's not how gaming works that's not how i want gaming ever to work it's, <laughs> like it's just it's not also if gaming goes into that territory and they're overly in that territory because right now i think with game pass it's a very good balance of like game pass isn't the main way people can consume games but no. it is there for people um that's an accessible point yeah. but if it becomes the main way you enter the problem of spotify where spotify is so big that like an artist can be like i don't like the cuts of spotify i don't like all this stuff that spotify does but if i don't release spotify and i'm not like a taylor swift or whatever and i think even taylor swift even taylor swift's back spotify, she's back <laughs> yeah it's like I, my my music doesn't sell and that's never a point you want gaming to get to no. in my opinion i agree i totally agree but yeah the, the exclusive quote was one that i um I, I didn't agree I, with i have one problem with that quote and where he says that um the only reason exclusive he essentially says the only reason exclusives exist is because of the way sony does it that they have to fight back and it's like 
Xbox did it in the 360 era. So, like, I get what he's saying, but it's not a fully factual statement all the way through. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, what? There's so much, dude. Like, I'm looking through yeah. this and I'm just like, uh, wow. Like, is there anything else that stuck out to you? Like, that you were like, wait, what's going on here? Uh, other than the acquisition talk. What about the uh the redacted the redacted stuff from Sony where they use the Sharpie? Oh, I didn't see this. <laughs> no, nah, I missed this. So uh they were redacting um they were redacting statements uh yeah. and handing over, but it was with Sharpie, so you could see through the Sharpie. Uh oh. so I believe we got a few pieces of information that Call of Duty Nets PlayStation oh. I think it was a billion. Think it was yeah, a it was a lot of money, and then also that the deal's over. That would have been in the same document, correct? Yeah, it was that, and then it was on top of um, we now know that uh, Last of Us Two uh, cost two hundred and twenty million um, to produce to make. to make. Which I'll be honest with you, as much as like that, that doesn't surprise me. I'm kind of glad that gamers now see and know how much it costs yeah, to make games. I I, th- I think there's a lot of like once you get through all the fanboyism that's going on and all this stuff online um there's a lot of like really good information in this for consumers to more so understand the background of triple a games and i think an important thing is like this is all a lot of this is triple a game relevant that doesn't really um correlate with um indie games and stuff like that not to say that those games can't take a long time but the yeah. scale of those games are so much smaller that the conversation pro- i'd assume is probably different to varying degrees right yeah it, it was it it's a, uh, I'm I'm trying to read more statements here from other bits and bobs. It just gets more wild and more wild. Um, yeah. So apparently, uh, Horizon Forbidden West uh, cost 112 million to make over five years with 300 employees, and The Last of Us Part Two cost 220 million uh, to make with 200 employees, um, which is crazy. Yeah. I just that's pre-marketing as well, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. So. Yeah. You throw on like another, at least a couple million, but realistically, we're looking at probably like another 50 million for marketing in most cases, in a lot of cases. Crazy. Nuts. I think all that this showed uh, as well during this court case is how much Call of Duty, um, how much Sony do need Call of Duty. And that's something yeah. that I don't feel like Xbox was ever really going to take away from yeah. PlayStation until all of this nonsense. Do you think they take it away now? I think in maybe 10 years' time they do. Yeah. Interesting. I think eventually when Game Pass, because I saw a quote coming out that Game Pass would need to to grow 2 million users per year to offset Call of Duty exclusivity, which is Mm. not, I don't think it grows that fast. Um, Yeah. But I do think eventually if this goes through that Xbox will get Call of Duty uh exclusively 100 percent um you think that, it, turns... it was 800 million by the way um the document suggested that call of duty was worth about 800 million for playstation um and it said that the document says 1.8 billion uh globally from the game alone that's crazy i mean yeah it's not yeah it, it's not when you look at that it makes sense why as nonsensical as sony's like a lot of sony's arguments and positions and things have been um, it makes sense why they're so 
adamant on attempting to stop this. Oh, a hundred percent. Whether they've approached it the right way or not. I mean, any company is if you got somebody coming through and going, "Yo, we're gonna take eight hundred million away from you." Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna say absolutely not. Like, yeah. no, are no. you gonna have to play on our field? Like, if you want the eight hundred million, you're gonna have to do what we say, right? Or you're at least going to fight, no. <laughs> fight for, it, fight for it. By the way, the the Sega thing, uh, there was a quote that came out from Sega saying that they uh, have a very, uh, we have a very close um, relationship uh, with Microsoft, um, but we currently would like to remain independent. So not now was pretty much what they said about the Sega deal. Um, yeah, I can see a couple of bad releases and say you're like, "Hey yo, hey yo, big man, please send, come over here. Let's uh, <laughs> let's do some business." I don't know. As long as those games stay multi-platform, I don't think it happens personally. Uh, but never say never. I think there's always a possibility. Uh, because Sega, I don't think is such an enormous size that they can't get uh, bought. Um, but I would be surprised if Sega's going up for sale and there isn't a big bidding award between Microsoft and Sony for Sega and Microsoft will more than likely win that I'd assume yeah yeah no I yeah I do agree I do agree it, this whole FTC so okay where do you think this goes where do you think do you where from what you know from what you've read from what you understand which again there's a lot there's so much just gone on over the last a uh, few days. Yeah. Do you think Xbox are going to get activated? Um, I'm leaning more towards yes than no. I'm not 100% sold on like it's a guarantee. I've seen some people talking about it. it's a guarantee that Microsoft gets Activision right now. I think judges can always rule in weird ways. Like it's up to the discretion of the judge is the thing. It's not like a panel of people. It's not like the consumers that vote. It is a singular judge that although she seems like she's on one side when she's sitting alone in her court in her little office and she's reading the documents and she comes to her own conclusion. Yeah. Like she doesn't necessarily even have to take anything the FTC said into account other than what's in front of her. Do I think that's gonna be the case? No. I think she rules on Microsoft's side, to be honest. From what I've seen from from the arguments that have been made, and again, I, I'm not a fanboy at all. I do think that Xbox have done a really good job of protecting Xbox as a brand during this. Um, yeah. And oh, I disagree. Um, but they feel like they have played they've played the industry really well. They've had the conversations really well. Um, the person I think who's come off the absolute worst during it is Jim Ryan. After yeah. after I, uh, what what has come out from what he said. Um, and some of the emails that we've gotten to see and things like that. Yeah. I feel like Jim Ryan was just put in a shitty situation with some of those emails. Because at first it seems like Jim Ryan didn't even really, not that he didn't care that Activision is being bought, but like that he was like, we'll be fine. And then definitely someone up above him was like, yeah, no, no, you got, you're going to fight that. That's not going to happen. You can't be okay with it. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of difficult unless like that, you, that's in your nature to like just fake that sort of angle sometimes so like i think he comes off because he doesn't even like really believe half the shit he says if i'm gonna be honest (laughs) i get i get uh one more piece of information we did find out as well which was uh about call of duty's marketing uh playstation has still got one more year with it which is this year's game is still in uh, no that i thought I thought this year's game isn't included. I thought this year's oh, game have it was in included. No, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure this is the last year 
okay. um, of their uh, agreement with Sony uh, when it comes to Call of Duty. So, yes. Very, very interesting. Uh, email in for me, myxboxmepodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or Discord. Um, or our Discord, I should say. Um, what do you guys think? Where do you think this is going to fall down uh, when it comes to Xboxes versus um, the FTC? Obviously, um, yeah, I want it to, again, I want it to happen. I know, I know a lot of people don't want it to happen. I want it to happen. I, I just want, I, I, I want it to go through. I don't care either way. I respect it. I respect it. I don't want PlayStation or it's... Nintendo or anyone to lose games, really. Yeah. But I do understand from Xbox's point of view, and Xbox is the team that it... I, I, I play my con- my games on, right? So I want Crash Bandicoots and Spyros and to to come on to game pass day one so <laughs> to, to play a little bit of devil at devil's advocate here um i think one of the big problems with microsoft possibly buying activision is it puts microsoft in that disney position of gaming right in terms of having all these powerful ips and you can essentially do a lot of whatever you want across the board because you are in such a powerful position i don't think they're there yet but i think this is a very very big piece for that and then on top of that uh fuck bobby kodak and he shouldn't get a check off of the sale that's the biggest problem yeah that's the biggest a lot have you seen how many shares he has and how much money he's like i know it's ridiculous inclined to get it's a ridiculous amount it is so stupid but i hate to say it like this but in the same breath i want him out of our industry so you think he's out of the industry if this happens once this goes through who's taking him on i don't know he's made a lot of money that's what i'm saying Eh, maybe you're right i hope you're right i I feel like if this goes through bobby's out of our industry isn't he's Uh, i hope i hope you're right i feel like bobby's the little groundhog that keeps popping up though (laughs) i think he's just gonna come back is that somewhere else? Yeah, Bob Hop somewhere else. Yeah, no, I can see yeah, it. Yeah, Bob. See it. Did you say Bob Hop somewhere else? I said Bob Hop somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> oh, mate. All right, let's jump into what's been in our box, brother. What you been playing? Uh, haven't played anything new this week. Just more of the usual. More Street Fighter, which I'm still very liking. Um, more Smite. I haven't played Destiny in a minute. Um, this past season's been kind of dry. Uh, other than that, I don't think I've really been Final playing Fantasy? too much different. I've been playing more Final Fantasy. Yeah. I'm relatively close-ish to the end. Mm, I've got thoughts. On Final Fantasy? Yeah. Negative thoughts? I think it's a fantastic game. Mm. I Maybe it changes from where I'm at. I'm still... I'm probably about seven, eight hours in. Something like that. Maybe a little bit more. I feel like it's too, you know, like when you're going through areas to yeah. like fight things, they like the enemy stay in the area too much. It doesn't feel like a breathing world as such. It feels like an MMO. It's you know what it is. It is an old school JR. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I, it is. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel modern in that way. Like if, I get what you're saying. Like there's, I my my opinion on the game is i think it's a great game i think it'll for sure i think it deserves from what i've played to be in the game of the year conversation at the end of the year i agree um i think the combat's really good and the story's really good yeah the players 
uh, interactivity with the world is where I think this game lacks the most. And I, I think that's also a true statement for Final Fantasy VII Remake and a lot of Square Enix's games. Your interaction with the world in Final Fantasy VII Remake is about on par with this game. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, but I'm you can fun. say no. I, you, no, I you're 100 percent right. You're 100. Yeah. You're, you're, look, don't get twisted. You're 100 okay, okay, right. 100 percent right. But that game just it holds a special place in my heart for some reason. Um, you know, I was, so I've been playing it. And I'm just like, it just feels like enemies are put in places for me to level up. Yeah, like it's, it's like to, it's it's the combat. They want you to interact with the combat. Yeah, That's really all it is. but it's so it just doesn't feel very fluid in that way. Like, like you say, interacting with the world, it doesn't. The enemies don't come across to me. I have to go to them. It yeah, feels like no, all no. of the time. And I don't know if that gets any better towards as you go on. Again, the boss fights think, are ridiculously amazing. The cutscenes are amazing. The story is really interesting. Like, There's so much good here. But that yeah, element is what, just a bit like, hmm. What helped me is I stopped exploring these worlds. I went from point A to point B. Yeah. And that helped me significantly. Because at first, like after that initial opening, I was actually got kind of like... I don't know what people are talking about this game. It's not really that great. And then I was like, I'm just going to ignore the stuff that the game's not telling me to do. Yeah. And my experience with the game uh, expanded like so much because when you go to like an Elden Ring or even a God of War or something like that, like they in incentivize you to explore that world yeah. more so than Final Fantasy 15 does. And I will say it's like the first time because this is the Final Fantasy 14 studio. So it's their first time making a, a game like this. As far as I'm online? Like yeah, 14's the MMO. Oh, yeah. so that that's makes why sense. That like makes MMO, sense. Like, it does yeah, feel... It's it, like, there's a lot of a lot of stuff in the way that, not the main cutscenes, no. but some of the smaller dialogues you have with the characters, it's like, oh, this is 100% just straight oh, up I Final Fantasy 14 with different dialogue boxes. Yeah. I, I skip, so I started skipping all the, the side quest stuff. Side quests are absolutely atrocious in this game as well, by the way. There's, bro, side quests are so hit or miss because some of the side quests later on and some of the ones earlier on are like really, really good. But right. then you have ones where it's like, deliver food Go to deliver people. the fucking plates of food i like, don't want to deliver food to nobody what are you trying to get me to do like those but side quests are atrocious it doesn't even make sense for the character the f delivering food one doesn't i think some of the other ones you can make it maybe i haven't because yeah. clive comes into the to the hideout and he's the lowest like ranking person and so yeah. you're getting to know people and i think you can make that but the problem is i don't think the game does a good job of conveying that that's what they're doing yeah. a lot. I think there's a lot of like miscommunication and who knows if it's like translation errors, right? Um, oh, Haley, Haley made studio. that. Haley made it. She went, why do they all sound like this? <laughs> I was like, what, I think that's just what they've gone for. Right? She's like, no, I don't seem right. I don't seem right. I'm like, okay, all right, <laughs> right. But you know, I'm having, I'm having a good time with the game. I do think if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I don't, I don't have a um, PlayStation. Wait, is it coming to PC? uh yeah so I pc I is coming is, to pc at some yeah. point right i'd wait for it to come to pc if you have a pc um, um it's definitely worth playing like when you get yeah. a chance to play it yeah have you noticed uh frame rate issues at all because people have complained about it uh are you playing graphics mode or frame rate mode no, i think i'm playing. I okay i believe so i believe so yeah because um, yeah I've noticed like it dips sometimes, but it's never so much so dipping that I'm like, it's a horrible experience. You and in me, combat, bro. it's generally solid, which I think is the most important part. To I'm, be not, I'm not a frame rate guy either. Yeah. So like, yeah, no. I'm honestly, it's just not, not, not my go-to uh, thing. Yeah, I'm just, 
I'm a little bit let down by it just because of reviews. I felt like that and I, it, it, the RP, it's not even an RPG. Like, I'd like, it, bro, I feel like the item system is just pointless. The item system's ass. But like, I, I don't think you can say it's not an RPG when you're getting skill points and you're leveling up. You can say the RPG systems aren't good. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Sure, sure. I don't disagree sure, with sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. Saying sure. it's not an RPG. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I, it doesn't. Okay. I don't think it needs to be an RPG. I, I could agree with that. I would like in playing the game, I wish like all like the weapons you equip, the because you have the accessories that change yeah. like the effects of stuff or like change cooldowns and stuff like that. I wish there was more of that in all the gear. So yeah. you had six slots where it's like you're really crafting a build of what you want to do. Um, I will say the game, like I had this moment when I was playing the game where I was very much like you, where I was like, I don't know why it got reviewed the way it does. The deeper you get into the game, I'm it's sure. like, this is why it was reviewed yeah. the way it was. So oh, no, I do think there is a, I'm definitely going to beat it. I'm definitely going to beat it. Definitely worth playing. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else have I been playing? I think that's it, honestly. I don't think I've played much this week. I've been I've been super duper duper busy. More Football Manager. No one cares about that. Uh, more Call of Duty. Um, no one cares about it. You play any Street Fighter yet? No. We'll fix Final Place Street Fighter. We're going to give you guys a first to ten of me against Fix. I am um, Street Fighter. It's just, do you know what it is? It's just I haven't bought it. Is all. It's like. Oh, I got you. I got you. I, I got just you. haven't. I just. Have you got it on PC? I got it on PC. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I need to buy it though, so I want to play against you. So, yeah, but you could play it first. Uh, I got you, and you can play it and see if it's something that's actually worth you buying. Yeah, man. I, 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 I could, bro. Do you know what it is? I forgot to reach out for a code to Capcom yeah. for it, and then the time has gone by too long where I'm like. Can't really ask can't for a code now. Nah. Like, yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna have to bite the bullet and buy it. So um Yeah, no, I just I'm just Yeah. I'm, I'm I wanna I wanna play it. Again, I've beat mm. I've beaten a lot of games this year, to be fair. Or I've played enough I've played enough games I've beaten a lot of games this year. And compared to last year, especially if anyone listened last year, you know how much I struggled. Um I've beaten a lot of games this year, and I've also played games that I wouldn't usually play just so I can say it's not for me. So it sounded like yeah. Wulong. Like, yeah, I yeah. played that, like, that, the yeah. opening of that and just, like, no. I still have not played that game. If you can get past the first boss, I'm sure it's a great game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's where you stopped, right? The first boss. You I played, it. To, like, I played it for, like, I played it for, like, four hours, five hours. That's fair. That's fair. And just couldn't. Like, at that point, it's like, it's not for me, right? It's not for me. Um, there's so much coming out that I'm excited about, though. Like, Liza P, looking forward to. Uh, Payday 3, looking forward to. Starfield, looking forward to. Oh, I've got... Oh! A liar. And Formula oh. 1, baby! <laughs> yeah, I've been playing Formula 1 a little bit. So, for those who don't know on the audio, I uh, just pulled out my steering wheel. Um, I haven't started the career mode properly yet. I've just been doing, like, the little scenarios in the uh, My Driver World bit just to learn my steering wheel stuff again. Um, it's a really good game, obviously. I think most people know Formula 1 games are usually to a oh. great standard, so... Have you played it on controller? No, I haven't. Mm. I've heard, I've heard it's got improved controller um, stuff this year, but I haven't, I haven't checked it out myself. I can check it out for next week, though, for you. I can check it out next week. I, I would love curious, to, I would love to get a group of people to play it who are, because I'm not like, I'm not, I only know Formula One because of Drive to Survive. Like, that's when I've got into it. If you, you're not, you don't like documentaries. So, don't like documentaries. Don't like, especially like if the document, if, 
I've watched like some short YouTube documentaries that are like 15 minutes. I'm like, this is great. If it's more than that and goes to like the half hour mark, it's like maybe, but then an hour long documentary. I'm like, no, I can't. I have to be really invested in the topic. Like I've watched a, a couple of like hip hop documentaries and some gaming documentaries. It has to be subjects you care about, like deeply. Yeah, 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 yeah I guess. Yeah. It's not really even a documentary. It's more like a reality TV show is the funny mm. thing about it. It's like, I just didn't know how much drama there was in Formula One. And like learning the sport because of it. And I watched that one and then I watched the golf one as well um, on Netflix. Fresh. Oh, I bet I crash. So my Netflix got smashed because of the password stuff. You can't use it anymore. So I had to pay for Netflix. And I was like, I'm part of the problem. I've I've just rewarded their bad behavior. But I had no choice. Their subscriptions went up. Their subscriptions I, went up. I know. Yeah. Because of me. Like yeah, it's not just you. It's a bunch of people. So anybody was like, oh, we're just, people aren't going to buy it. Like so many people were like, I don't think people realize, I don't think Netflix realizes that they're not going to support this. And then they do it. And the first thing that happens is their subscribers are like number high for a, a minute. You know what it is? Is I didn't realize how, I should have realized I don't watch normal TV, but like me and Haley were just like for weeks. Like we, we waited about two, three weeks. And then I was just like, hey, We've used all of our Apple TV. There's nothing on here I want to watch. Nothing on Amazon I want to watch. Nothing on Disney Plus that I want to watch. It's like, we need Netflix. And then it was like, all right. I was like, yeah. let me just buy the bullet. So, yeah, I did that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shame on you, Fix. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. You I tried. You think end up walking back a degree? No. You think they do a family plan where it's like 30 uh, bucks or something like that? Just no. individual? No, they've seen us. We've rewarded the bad behavior for long enough. Yeah. So, is what it is, man. Is what it is. Um. All right, let's get into uh this week's dashboard, shall we? Uh, PlayStation exclusive. Uh, now coming to Xbox. Stray. Uh, Stray will be coming to Xbox. This was announced at the Annapurna Interactive. Uh, it was a timed exclusive for PlayStation, which I didn't know it was timed, but good to see it coming. Uh, it's coming August tenth. So for those who are interested in playing Stray, you'll be able to on August 10th on Xbox. GG's, GG's. Um, oh, we already spoke about this. I kind of touched this, didn't yeah. I? Um, yeah, Sega. Sega News, we already went through that. Uh, Annapurva, uh, Reveal Blade Runner 2033 uh, Labyrinth. It's a debut first-party game. Uh, Annapurna Interactive have announced Blade Runner 2033, a labyrinth, a new game uh, in the legendary sci-fi franchise. It's the first game in the series in 25 years, and it's also Annapurna's debut first-party title developed by its internal studio. You, you a Blade Runner fan? I never heard you talk about Blade Runner when the film came out. No, I don't. I've never watched a Blade Runner. I think there's two of the movies or whatever. I know people are like really into them. That's why I was... Like, this story, I feel like... Matt would be in tune with this. I feel like Matt's a Blade Runner guy, but I don't know. Matt, can we have a conversation Matt about Matt? Okay, go ahead. <sighs> you know that like sometimes we do the podcast and I say to you, I feel like a phony. I feel like a, fa- a, fa- a phony fan. Yeah. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like Matt's a phony fan for everything. Um, not, no, I think Matt's He was just the like, Star Wars just... guy, and then the Star Wars game come out and he hasn't even be it. I think, I don't think that says anything. Imagine that Resident Evil like game coming out and I not be it. Uh, don't do it, Crash. Don't do it, Crash. Don't do it, Crash. I know what you're going to try and do, but don't do it. What was I going to try and do? I know what you're going to try and do. What was I going to try and do? You're going to try and name the two that I haven't played. 
I don't know what to do to play this, so I'm I'm out of luck. But if I recall, you didn't beat Villa uh Village right away, no? Yes I did. You didn't beat it right away. I didn't even stop. Nope, that's not true. Oh really? I oh. didn't even stop. That's not true. You're a liar. Resident Evil 5, have you played as Shiva? Yeah, I've beaten that game multiple times. I almost Faz and g that game. You 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 gotta remember Ooh. with Resident Evil brother. I've beaten Resident know, Evil no, no, 5. No, 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 no. Resident Evil 5, I've beaten it on 360. I've been on PlayStation yeah. 5, PlayStation 4, but, but I've played that game I, so much, it's I ridiculous. I understand. I'm just trying to find, like, you know, something I could, like, poke a little bit with. I let you, I just do you want me to tell you a tell secret? That, I got nothing. Yeah, tell me a secret. Revelations 1. Oh, you never played Revelations 1. Played Revelations Jake 2, but never... I know. Resident I know. Evil fan, I swear, hasn't played... Right. You haven't played Revel the Revelations? I know, Revelations bro. 1? I know. You ain't Fake. 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 Bro. Mad fake. Super fake. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Uh, next piece. Fan of stuff. Matt, I just want you to know that when you're listening back on this and you make plans to do whatever you're going to do, it was fixed, not me. Anyways, good news for Boulder Gates fans. That's me and you, Crash. Uh, it's yep. releasing early on PC. Uh, the studio announced that it's highly anticipated Boulder Gates 3 is set uh, is a sequel to the previous blah, blah. We know this. Uh, it's set to come out August. Wait, has moved up from August 31st to August 3rd. And on PlayStation has been moved slightly back to August 6th from August 31st. Um, I'm excited for Baldur's Gate 3 until I saw a little article come out about its cutscenes. Did you that see this? 171 hours of cutscenes. Yeah. I don't think... Because the game's all about choice and stuff 100%. like that. 100%. I think it depends like how many choices there are and how many cutscenes they need for those choices. Cause it's 171 hours of cutscenes in total. So I'm like, that could be fine. And I, th I think I'm for that experience, but I could definitely see people walking away and be like, that's a little bit too much for me. I don't want that much story. I really want us to do a, a series on us live streaming it because the problem, the problem I found with the game, I love it. I love the game. I think it's fantastic. But the, when you have the big battles, they take a really long time to go through because there's so many characters, obviously. And I feel like that's when you need friends with you to just chat about mundane boring stuff, you know? Mm. So I feel like okay. if we could, like, sit down and, like, have this be our first D&D game experience thing, I feel like then we could go, all right, let's do a D&D &D campaign. So mm. I, feel like, I feel like we could probably... I'll speak to Despawn. I feel we could get Despawn in on it once a week as well. Me, you, Despawn. And then when Matt, when he wants to join in, he can with his character. But we just carry on. Like, so if someone can't make mm. it, that's their problem. Okay, they've this... got to just, they've got to jump in when we, where we're where at. Does the game work like I that? I think so, yes. Okay. And if it don't, I think it'd be even funnier to watch that character just get killed over and <laughs> over, over and over again. <laughs> don't you need revive potion? Uh, I don't know how it works in comparison to Divinity Original Sin, but you can, like, kill characters completely in Divinity Original Sin if you can't revive them, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think so in this. I'm pretty sure you play as your main character, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Again, I played the the early access a really long time ago. Um, well, but I, I, th I think it would be a lot of fun. Me, even if it's just me I, and you, and then Matt jumping yeah. in whenever he wants. I feel like we should. We should. I feel like we should commit to it and do it. Um. So, the original release date really good for me. New release date not gonna be. Or Starfield. Yeah, but and Starfield coming out as well. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not, I don't yeah. think we need to do it 
as soon as oh, it comes okay. out. Got it. Okay. But I feel like okay. we should we should set do up this one for the fun of it. Yeah, yeah, the... yeah, yeah. So it's just like okay, because nah. we okay, don't okay, have okay, we okay, don't have see. a game right now. Like, but okay. I feel like if we could be like, yo, one day a week, and we could just throw it in the in the Mike Spots and Me Discord when we can go live, so we can just be like. We're going live, we're playing through, we're doing our, our campaign, and we just play it through whenever we want. Okay. I'm with that, I'm with that. You know? Alright. Alright, say less. I think it'd be funny as well. I think it, if we could really get in character for it, I think it'd be hilarious. But we'll mm. see, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. We'll I'm not, I'm not do. a professional RPO out here, Fix. I can't make no promises. No. You know, you've been RPing for a minute now, bro. You yeah. out here, you're, you're making a living off of RPing, bro. You professional. Yeah, playing myself is such a hard <laughs> <Yeah>. task. Professional. <laughs> um, a few pieces of news that we can quickly just jump into. Uh, new games with uh, Game Pass games, I was about to say games with gold, uh, have been announced. Uh, come in, you've got... If I can find it, where is it? Oh, no. Where's the list? Uh, I got the list for you. These are Brother. all out. Yeah. Um, uh, it's Bramble, the Mountain King. Yep. Which is out console PC cloud. Uh, Diesel Punk, which is a... Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, and then there's Fist Forged in Shadow Tech, which is uh, the game, the mouse game with the dude with the huge fist that came out on... Was a PlayStation exclusive originally. I don't know if okay. you recall that. Um, a farming sim, uh, stories of seasons, friends of Mineral Town, which I believe is like the original team that used to make Harvest Moon that makes this game now. Because oh, of yeah. Background studio reasons. Uh, Arcade Paradise, which is console and PC. Uh, July 3rd, there's Sword and Fairy together forever. Um, and that is about it. And there's games leaving. I was going to say, the only, the, only game, the only game that you've missed out on if you haven't played it was Road 96. Yeah. I think it's worth the purchase. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Don't play the sequel. Stretch or oh, the prequel. You haven't played it yet, have you? No. no you've got it because you've got Game Share with me. Try it. Yeah. Worst. Okay. It, that's going to be your most letdown experience of the year. You think so? At Promise. The end of the year, I'm be like, this is the worst experience Promise. I've had this year. Tell you okay. what, original Cookie Man. I want you to come up with. We're going to do our game of the year thing that we always do at the end of the year. I want you to come up with some fun end of the year thing that you did last time like you know best experience worst experience best fun you know that sort of thing i want that i want that so make it happen thank you okay uh, yeah, just make it happen make it happen man you don't have a choice in this <laughs> you got a job who cares make it happen uh let's, uh, let's jump into fix a stack real quick remember you can email in my xbox and me podcast at gmail.com home uh also hit us up on discord and all that stuff top lift says what do you think the end goal of the activision uh acquisition truly is i truly believe microsoft is going to be able to buy activision i think from, I don't, from what i saw I, that way i don't think that's what the question is entailing would you okay let's like, break it down the end for goal me. of like microsoft buying activision what's like microsoft's end goal because they've said it's not about exclusives it's about mobiles all this stuff that's where i'm assuming this question is coming from gotcha. it doesn't sound like it's like what's the end goal of the court like what's going to happen i don't think there is an end goal right now i think it's just a great purchase for microsoft and yeah, right now they're not necessarily looking at it as exclusives but i don't think there is an end goal because i think they're like hey, we'll do whatever we need to with these properties and stuff we're getting. The end goal is to provide more content to Game Pass so they never lose subscribers and the subscribers keep going up. That's what the end goal is to buy Activision. That's fair. 
that's what I, I think. That's what I think. I think they know they need more studios to provide more content for Game Pass to keep it being a viable um, product, especially with the price increase and things like that. And the only way to do that is to bring in top of the range studios and IP that like and I again Spyro for kids is going to bring in so many more people. Crash Bandicoot. You know, there's a bunch of other stuff that can be done. Um, there's yeah. Also, very interesting is like some of those IPs, like Spyro and Crash, also have room to grow um, as entertainment properties with TV shows and stuff yep. like that. So there's like a lot of avenues for marketing Game Pass without it being the normal Game Pass sizzle reel of like, hey, um, put it at the store forefront. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, new game, whatever yep. the case is. While there's an, a new animated TV show or whatever, Netflix show. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of room with that, right? Hundred um, percent. So I, I think all around, like, there's a lot of stuff Activision can, or not Activision, Xbox can do with the Activision purchase. Fair enough. Uh, next up was from Reality. Hi lads, hope you're well. Uh, now that Xbox have sort of officially given some numbers on how many units Xbox Series X and X, X and S have sold combined at 20 million, would you say it has met expectations or exceeded exceeded or lower than expected? 20 million in three years. Um, Probably exceeded my expectations, if I'm honest. I don't know, because I don't... I don't necessarily view Microsoft from the perspective of selling consoles when you're talking about everything, right? I'm like... How many PC Game Pass subscribers are there? How many, like for me, I think the more relevant number with Microsoft as far as I'm concerned is how many Game Pass subscribers do they have and how many people actively buy games on the PC uh, Xbox app? Yeah. Um, how many people are interacting with their ecosystem? And I think the install base of the Series S and the Series X are very important to that, but I don't think it's the full picture. So I personally, I don't think that's enough information to like really gauge expectations it's almost past the gamecube the original xbox the atari and the sega mega drive well no not quite not not the atari or mega drive they're at 30 million i think after once this they said the next console is not coming also till 2028 yeah is their next generation they see it as um i think if you compare it to playstation 5 they're ways off right like playstation 5 sitting yeah. at 38 million um where play, xbox series are sitting at 21 I think I, I think that's about right for where Xbox are in the market right now. And like Chris said, they're not in the market of selling consoles anymore. They're selling services, and you got to remember, Microsoft were the were, were the first out of everybody to adopt PC. People like yeah. myself, like you know, like I know we own consoles, and you, Chris, as well. You got me into the PC market, but like I look at my PC. I do my Xbox and me, but I play on PC mainly. Like, yeah. I look at the PC as an extension of Xbox. You can't say the same when it comes to Sony. Yeah, no. And I don't think Sony, like, the difference is I don't think Sony really wants it to be like no, that. No, I agree. Right? That's 100% a Microsoft decision they made. And for better or for worse, I think overall it definitely is for the better. But I think you can make an argument here or there that once you look at the whole picture, it kind of just washes away. But that's whatever. Um, but yeah, um, I don't... I'm I'm very interested to see where Xbox will be in like the next decade in terms of like cloud, how focused they are on that, 
or that they reorganize focus to go a little bit more on their hardware or where they'll go with that. I don't think they ever like put as much focus in their hardware as they used to. I think they'll still get a lot of focus on the Series S or like the smaller skewed model because that's been very good to get Xbox in the doors and homes of people that might have not had it otherwise. Even though it's not a necessity to get into Xbox nowadays. Yeah. No, I, I do agree with you. I do agree with you. I do agree with you. I, uh, just units. Units is always an interesting one. I think I feel like that. I think Xbox are happy with 20 million units. I'm sure they would love to have sold as many as Sony, but it's just not realistic. Yeah. What I will say is, after E3, and I guess we didn't really explore this too much, nothing they showed at E3 this year, or not E3, to me was a unit seller. Mm. Yeah, I think Fable could be a unit seller. I don't think we saw enough of Fable for it to be a unit seller. Um, I think Starfield. You think that like sells Starfield. units? I think Starfield. I'm not, I, I'm not saying no, it doesn't look amazing. No, no, you're, you're correct. You're correct. You're correct. Does it sell units? Um, no, because it's on PC. I think like the hard thing about like discussing a unit seller with Xbox is that you always have the readily available avenue of like, hey, I have a PC. I can just play it on PC, right? Yeah. So I, I do think like, I think you're right. Like maybe there is none. Maybe even Starfield isn't one. Maybe um, I'm wrong though. Is, is there anybody? Is there anybody out there listening to this podcast who goes, you know what? Starfield is gonna be the game that makes me buy an Xbox Series X. Yeah. Would it make you buy an Xbox over like increasing your plan to invest in a PC if you don't have a PC? Yeah. But PCs are expensive as well. I've seen the argument of like, you don't need to get an Xbox, you just get a PC. It's like, you can buy a $500 PC, it's not going to be able to run much of anything. Like, yeah. you can run games, you can no, play, agree. you can run a Call of Duty probably on like the lowest Football settings. Football manager. looks like it's a PS1 games, you know? Um, but I, I do think that investing into a pc that can play modern games at a quality that matches console is a very, expensive. very expensive extremely yeah. extremely um, no i agree i do agree i do agree um last couple from top left here top left 91 says if you guys were to open your own game studio what genre would you specialize in survival horror rpg an rpg survival horror no, 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 I'm never getting into business with you on a Why not? game fix. What? That would be cool. An RPG survival horror? Can it be done? I don't, I don't think it can be done. Yeah, I think, it could, I think you can make an RPG survival. I think it would take a very creative mind, but I think it could be done. I think it would be on the border of somebody being like, that's not really an RPG, or somebody being like, that's not really a survival, survival horror. horror. Yeah. Because you, if you look, there is a game that technically, like, you could argue fits that, which is... um uh what's it called tango's game oh evil within you no not evil within the, the ghostwire ghostwire you can make the argument that ghostwire is in rpg you're leveling up you're getting gear and oh okay there's horror elements in it would i call it a survival horror no i wouldn't call it a survival horror but you could make the argument for it oh man i really want to be evil within man i think it's about i think it's bound to happen now you ho- uh, yeah, but with Shinji leaving, I don't know. Yeah, it's not going to be with Shinji, but it'll happen at Xbox. 
I hope so, man. I really do hope so. Um, yeah, well, I would want to make a survival horror game, obviously. That's my favorite franchise of all time. And I think I could... That's the only game franchise I feel like I could actually give my two cents and, like, people will be like, make yeah, it yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> not like, oh, now like you're making an RPG and you're like, yeah, no, I, I think there's too much dialogue. Exactly, so yeah. There's <laughs> not enough action in this. The only thing with RPGs, like, like you say, like, the one thing I hate about RPGs is when I'm not rewarded for my exploring. Yeah. I hate it whenever there's a corner I go around and it's like, and there should there. be a chest here. I don't care if you just yeah. give me or a health function. I, I'm fine if there's like an L, uh, uh, enemy that is challenging and yeah. I go to a corner and I'm, and I'm rewarded and it's just XP or something like that. But there should be something around that corner and that corner existing for no reason. And this isn't really just like an RPG comment. This is like a very general comment. I think one thing open worlds get away with, not to like go off on too much of a tangent. But open world games have like this big, big field and the field's mostly empty. And so you go and you explore and eventually you'll find something. But if you're realistically looking at it, there's so much nothing in most open world games. It's very disappointing when you're actually like thinking about it. I mean, that's why I always ring so special though, right? That's yeah. like something everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last one from top left here. Uh, with the death of, death of E3, all but confirmed, what are your most memorable E3 moments slash reveals? Final Fantasy VII Remake. Big one. Resident Evil 2 Remake being announced was huge for me. That was... That moment, because obviously it had been rumoured for like so long, and yeah. obviously they had the whole we do it stuff. So when that finally got announced, and it looking and... Yeah, that was huge. Um, was Kingdom Hearts 3? Kingdom Hearts 3 was a big one. I remember E3, that. Yeah, yeah Toy I Story. When Kingdom that Hearts Toy Story got shown, that was big. Um, I mean, my favorite moments were just... Were, were the My favorite moment, again, not an E3 moment technically, actually, uh, and it was a moment that we didn't actually we didn't actually stream, was me, Crash, and Dan Oni sitting in discord watching the game awards one year mm, yeah and it was just the three of us just hanging out talking over it discussing it and that was kind of where the birth of reacting to stuff come from me where i was like oh yeah i should probably just stream this because like if, if we're having this much fun then other people will have fun doing it hence why i started doing yeah. reaction content um but yeah big announcements um I, can I be honest? It's really, for me at least, I can't speak for other people. I have trouble when people are like, here's a topic, go back in your memory yeah. and pick one Oh, I agree. Thing. No, I agree. Um, I'm the... I, always, I always struggle with it. Sunset Overdrive being announced was huge for me. I remember that when that yeah. got announced, and then I got to go to EGX and play it for the first time, um, and being like, oh my god, this game's amazing. Um, the Xbox, I'll be honest with you, <laughs> it's not a pretty one, but the Xbox One being shown oh, that was huge that was such a huge a moment, moment. such a memorable a, moment i remember i remember i was working at mcdonald's at the time i got home like and i remember watching it with hayley because we and hate used to sit down and watch them and then just the, the tv 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 madden madden tv 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 and just being like uh, did I, you, I liked it did you liked it interesting okay Cause, okay cause did the, you watch sony's conference after that or was it yeah. just xbox no i watched sony as well feel, at the time how did you feel about the um you can play our games anywhere yeah well I, yeah my thing I was, was games. I, I, so i understood what they were doing and everything yeah but i was i was obviously salty because i was an xbox gamer at the time got obviously it, and it. not mature either let's be honest um 
I remember like the whole articles coming out with what you can do on Xbox, what you can do on Sony, and like my friends all sharing those and being like, we can't share games anymore. And I'm like, not technically, like we can do this and that. And like, like Xbox were ahead of the curve in certain ways. In some ways, yeah. they were absolutely stupid as well, the sharing game stuff, obviously, especially discs. Well, that was the big part where you're like, you're an idiot. You couldn't share discs, but they had family sharing. Yeah. I think family sharing was a plan way back then, yeah. which would have, I feel like that actually would have been huge. Because it would have been like traditional family sharing and not the way you have to do it right now. It's like mm-hmm. my Xbox is your account's main yep. console, and but I have to be connected online if I ever like it's just a whole mess. The best, the way. best moment of all that was watching. Uh, do you remember Angry? Is his name Angry Joe? I believe the YouTuber Joe, yeah, watching yeah. him interview Major Nelson and Major Nelson just being like him and that Major Nelson Ganai. Like, well, you could just take it out and him like, are you an engineer? Do you know how this works? <laughs> and just being like, oh, that was just such a bad look. Um, but it was still, it was just, it was interesting time. So those are, those are some, but yeah, Resident Evil, anytime Resident Evil was announced at one of these showcases, I get very hyped. Apart from 4, I just didn't care about 4. But I, f- I feel like 4 lost some of the magic of the announcement because people knew 4 was coming as well. But we knew 2 was coming. Now, nah, wait for, re- wait for Code Veronica to come. No? Wait for Co- uh, Co-Veronica to come. Then, then, then you're going to go crazy? Oh, mate. That's the next, That's the yeah. last one, bro. That's the last one. Co-Veronica's not going to come? Yeah, it is. They're going to remake five. Let's plug, plug, Pizza plug, man. and get ourselves out of here. Plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. What do you got to plug? What do you got to plug this week, bro? What I, I Not Twitter. Twitter's broken and dead. So, yo, like, yo, yo, yeah. what's your what's your fools and twelve? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elon Musk has ruined everything he touches. That's I saw a hysterical post. I, I don't remember who posted it, and it's bothering me. Um, but it was Elon Musk plans on buying Twitch and uh, limiting the amount of viewers you can get or the amount of uh, streams you can view to uh, or how many however many minutes and i thought it was like hysterical the time it was perfect for that uh it's twi- twitter's a shit show right now twitter's an absolute shit show right now such a shame well it isn't a shit show for me because i pay for twitter blue yeah I've, heard, I've seen people having issues even with twitter blue oh interesting you have a six thousand limit so like if you're on twitter a lot i guess it depends on how much you use twitter uh you can run through the limit i would be i wouldn't be surprised if Elon Musk on the back end is like, let's just cancel that for our Twitter Blue users and they can view as many as they want. Um, but it's been bad. I like today I went on Twitter and it was fine for the most part. Um, but do you, do you know why it happened? No, I ain't got clear. Because uh, apparently, I don't know if this is fact. Uh, but Allegedly. Elon Musk wanted to switch from Google and didn't want to pay the bill. And the bill was due the 30th and they took too long to transfer a lot of the data and servers away from the Google servers. Uh, so shout out to Elon Musk. I'm interested, man. I'm so interested. I'm so in- it's so heartbreaking for me because obviously Twitter is such a big uh, platform for me, like especially some of the people that that I follow, of people that follow me are like some of my biggest heroes. So to see like this app like die is yeah. like oh god. It could like. <laughs> It might still be fine, but I've seen mad people again going through the thing of posting like, "Oh, here's all these." Here's my hive. Here's my hive. Here's my this. Here's my that. Blue yeah. sky or whatever is the big one I yeah. see everywhere. Um, <sighs> that one's invite only right now. You can't even go and make an account. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Interesting situation with Twitch, uh, Twitter right now. Interesting. 
Um, you can follow us over at my Xbox and me. Uh, come check us out over on YouTube, youtube.com slash my Xbox and me. Let us know in the Discord, the Discord discussions. Do you want to see me and Crash play through a Baldur's Gate playthrough? Let us know because I'd be interested. I think we're going to do it offline otherwise. I'm keeping it 100. <laughs> like, I want to do it no matter what. So let us know if you want to see us stream that. Uh, could be fun, could be fun. Um, have I got anything to do plug? You, no. Do you have any reviews? On podcast. Oh, I don't actually know. Let me check my phone. I, have, I have you got one? Expect. I have none. Okay, okay, okay. Any. You haven't got any. I'll check right now. Give me a second. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be in Paris. So if you're coming to TwitchCon, uh, make sure you let me know so we can sort out a meeting up and uh, hanging out and stuff. No, no new reviews for me. Um, but yeah, I'll be at TwitchCon. So I'll be in France, which um, obviously there's protests right now going on in France. Big protests. Um, Do you... which is interesting. I have. Have they said anything about the possibility of like canceling? Twitch, uh, yeah. They said they. I got an email the other day from Twitch saying um, they're monitoring the um, mm. situation and they'll let us know in the um, nearer to the time. Doesn't really help us if we're being totally honest with you. Um, either way, I'll be going to France though because my. I'm pretty sure my hotel is non-refundable, and so is my. Oh, um, uh, so is my train. So whether TwitchCon happens or not, I'll be going to France. Um, but yeah, well, well, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. You know, hopefully yeah. everything, hopefully everything can run smoothly. Apparently, it's not near the venue right now, so yeah, man, it would be the only time I go to Paris though, because I just have no interest in being in Paris. So yeah, it's like great. The one time I'm going, you decide to want to do this. Okay, great, great. But yeah, so yeah, go follow me on socials, go follow Crush on socials, and we will see you all again next week, hopefully with a Matt P. Until next time, love you, leave it, see you later. Good boy!